Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. I love getting a standing ovation before I've done anything. And I'm seriously thinking of employing your pastor as my promotions manager. Thank you so much. That's, that's a, a beautiful welcome. So anyway, God bless you. Please be seated. Make yourselves comfortable. What an awesome job, Lauren, worship team. Seriously. Hey, how... You've got a beautiful spirit, Lauren. You really do. What a one, I mean, in you, the whole team. I just love the way you know how to navigate the waves of the spirit. Don't you? Can you see? Who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah, you live on the flipping sunny coast. You know what waves are about? Hey, like waves, you know. And, and, and it's like that in the realm of the spirit. And, and, and sometimes worship teams kind of like really don't, kind of swimming against it or they don't quite know, understand how to work with that current. And I was just so blessed. That, honestly, I had to be careful because I thought if I start crying, it's not going to be a good look, you know. The preacher with the mascara down, the stuffed nose, the red eyes, it's not going to be a good look. So I just want to, I just want to appreciate you all because I was just so blessed this morning, hey. Let's just appreciate your worship team. Thank you, Lord. What's your name, Sister Keyboard? Zoe. Zoe, very appropriate for you because you do bring forth life. Sorry, I've got my back to you right now. Um, actually, you guys, you can finish. You can finish. And, and on your way down, come back down here, Zoe. Okay, and I'll just finish what I've started. So let, let's give him a hand. I'll let him just be comfortable for a moment. How great to be back in Noosa. I lived here from the years 1996 to 1998, two of the happiest years of my life. Uh, I lived prior to that in, um, in Brisbane for seven and a half years. Um, I'm actually, um, come here, I'm actually a Perth girl born and bred. Any, is someone else from the West Coast here? Yeah, come on. Come on, any West Coast supporters? Any, yeah, come on. You better not be dockers. I'll smack you. <laughs> Claremont, I used to the waffle. If I the... That, that, that's okay. I won't hold that against you. That's all right. Um, and then I, um, I relocated to Brisbane in 1992 thinking I was going to be there for four and a half months to do a prophetic intensive kind of training uh, course. But at the end of that time, God had different plans and I actually got launched into full-time ministry. And um, well, it, was, it was a fruitful, incredibly fruitful season, four and a half years, but a very tough season. In 1996, I call it my, my year from hell, uh, among other things, my, my father passed away. I had a cancer scare. Um, my, I, had, I thought I was getting married that year. I had a broken relationship. And I came up to Noosa, a broken and, and absolutely devastated person. And, and I say this, you know, Noosa was, was my place of healing. Noosa was the place that restored me. Noosa was honestly, and I knew it was too good to last. I thought, I don't know if God's going to let me have heaven on earth right now. And so it only lasted two years, and then I went to suffer for Jesus in Adelaide. But that's, an, that's another season. Anyway, Zoe, Zoe, right now, let me pray for Who knows Zoe? Anyone know Zoe? Now, just soak it up, girlfriend, because, you know, you, you, you kind of just, uh, you know, make the, make the most of this moment, because often it's not just uh, what you hear, you know, it's what you catch. And uh, just to make, it's just to put you all at ease. Some people get a bit nervous when a prophet comes to town. Look, just so you know, I'm not all seeing and all knowing. Uh, contrary to what your pastor shared, I'm not the fourth part of the Trinity. I'm, real, I'm really not. And um, some people... Some people would have been repenting last night, thinking that I can come and see their sin, you know. Some people aren't even here. This, some people wouldn't have come this morning afraid that I'm going to see their sin. But uh, I don't see anyone's sin. In actual fact, I probably see you in a better light than you see yourself. 
Because what the, the, the place of the prophetic is, is, is to actually re- release and activate your God-given potential. And, um, and so I just want to do a bit of that with Zoe right now. Is that okay? Okay, okay. So, Father, right now for Zoe. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for her, the largeness of her heart. Father, she's a real heart girl. She feels things. She's, she's quite sensitive. She has a sensitivity to the feelings of others, Lord, even to what others are walking through, to their pain. There's a real mercy gift here. And, and, and the thing is, Lord, with mercy people, sometimes, God, they, they can feel very strongly. And, and, you know, I believe, Zoe, God's going to just show you how to, how to navigate that, how to have, a, a, as it were, a soft heart but a thick skin, that, that, that people's words wouldn't hurt, that, that, that the injustices of, of life wouldn't hurt the way they do at times. And, and God says out of that softness of your heart is where the power will flow, out of that softness of your heart. Because, you know, I see, yes, you've clearly got a worship gift, you, you, you love the presence of God, but, you know, I see leadership on your life and I see you organising people and I see you harnessing others for a greater purpose and I can actually see you having influence sort of like being a bridge between the church and the community. I can just see you having a voice and um, and having being held in esteem, being held in esteem out there in, in certain parts of the community. And so, Father, right now, I just release confidence, Lord, to Zoe. I come against intimidation in Jesus' name, and I just thank you, Father, Lord, that her light would shine, God, not in half measure, but, Father, in full measure. So right now, right now, Father, I just thank you, Lord, bless her, Filler, Father, I'm sorry if I've got a cold hand. I just saw laying down on your neck. I thought it was pretty cold. Oh, it's cold to me. So, Father, right now, let's, let's release, Lord, right now. Right now. Oh, yeah. Reposition, Father God, for her, for the greater purpose, Lord, of this house, of, of your kingdom. She will not be limited. She will not be held back. She will not be capped. I release her, Father, into that new season. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Is that good? Amen. Okay, you can, t- you can just take it with you. Soak it up. Thank you, Lord. So firstly, look, big thank you to Pastors Christian and Melissa for the invitation and for having me here. And in fact, when they started to share with me their vision to plant a church here, I have to admit that my first response was jealousy. Because uh, I love it up here so much. But... But then, you know, I was so excited because I really didn't know that God's hand was in it. And it actually been another friend of mine who was considering planting a church up here just, just, just prior to them. And, and I never had the same sense of peace and excitement with uh, that person as I did with them and, and, and the vision, on yeah, that they had in their heart. So, um, so, so great to be here. So let's maximize this time that we have together. I have a word I want to share this morning. And uh, I'm a, look, I'm a prophetic preacher. So what that simply means is, is that I just kind of I, I step out with what I am planning to share and then I just sort of like go with the flow and see let my tongue be the pen of a ready writer that's and I'm believing that end, at the end of the day you won't be hearing the voice of a woman but you'll be hearing a voice from heaven a voice to your own heart and I love the way that God will speak irrespective of, of what I speak I love the way that you know God will just shine some light some of you today you need some illumination some of you need some clarity I break confusion over some of your hearts today in Jesus' name. Some of you are needing some encouragement. You're needing a bit of lift. You're, you're needing a bit of clarity about your vision. Actual fact, uh, bro- bro- Brother Sandgroper, uh, yeah, what's, what's your name, mate? Kerry? Eric. 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 Sorry, Eric. Is that your missus beside you? You always got to check. Yeah. Tambray? Tam- Never met a Tambray before. Where does that come from? 
Scotland. I thought it sounded a bit kind of Gaelic or something. Just stand up. Do you mind, guys? Just Because I see God giving you fresh vision, a fresh sense of purpose. There is an Eric and Tambre-shaped space for you. And I see something pastoral on your hearts, you know, a real ability to, to disciple, you know, to share and, and, and draw from the wealth of your wisdom. You've been through some things, even the 10 years, last 10 years, you've walked through some things and, you know, but you've come out like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego out of the fiery furnace without the smell of smoke on you. And God wants you to know that what the enemy intended for evil, he is going to work it for good. So get the roots down, like really get them down because God has intended and purposed for you to be like a tree. The two of you together, I'm saying very key, two together, together. One puts a thousand to flight, two ten thousand. And I'm just seeing, hey, the extents, extent of your branches, you know, bringing shade and and, and, and just bringing uh, comfort and inclusion to, to people who would come. I see you like glue, just joining people to the house of God. Connectors, connectors to the house of God. It's a new day. It's a new day in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I mean, you might be thinking, Mike, what? I don't know you all. I don't know if you're all familiar with this style of ministry. And you might be thinking, what the heck is going on? Just to put your minds at rest. I'm not talking to dead people. Okay, please let me just put your minds. I'm not, I'm not, um, what's his face? I'm not crossing over. No, I'm not crossing over anywhere. I'm, you know, I'm not a psychic. People do come up to me occasionally and ask for readings, and I say, um, I don't do readings, but I will pray for you. I will pray. And so, uh, simply this, it, it says uh, in, um, where is it, in 2 Corinthians, that he or she who joins themselves to the Lord becomes one spirit with God, becomes one spirit with, with God. And so, the amazing thing is, is that when you gave your life to the Lord, a lot of people, a lot of Christians don't appreciate what happened when they actually got born again, when they got saved. You see, you didn't just sign on uh, the line of a new association and that you have, uh, are now uh, pledging allegiance to Jesus as opposed to someone else. Did you, you know what I mean? I mean for some of us, I mean, we do have to draw that line in the sand. And, you know, you know, we're following Jesus as opposed to, you know, Muhammad or Buddha or somebody else. I mean, yourself. <laughs> Who knows the biggest God in the Western world? Itself. <laughs> you know, but, but really a lot more happened than you just, or even choosing to pray and read your Bible and join a church. What actually happened at that moment when you opened up your heart and admitted your need for God, you relocated. You relocated from death to life and from darkness to light. And what's more, the Bible says that at that moment you became one spirit with God. Do, 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 do. And, and so what that means is it's no longer God from a distance. From a distance. Do, do, do. I hate that song personally, with all my heart and with a passion. Eh. Like, from a distance. He's not God from a distance in any shape or form. Because he sent Jesus down to our earth in order to reach out to us that we would have a relationship with the Father. And so Jesus is our means. He's our access. And I know many of you here today, you, you walk through that door. You came to a point where you knew that you needed a relationship with God. You knew that you had to, in some way, welcome him into your world. And as you did that, you opened your heart at that moment, at that moment, not after you'd finished New Christians class, not after you'd been to Bible college, you know, not after you'd got some runs on the board. At that moment, you became one spirit with God. And what that means is this. It's kind of like, like this, a mobile phone. Oh, I got a message from my husband. 
I've been down at Coogee with Matt, Aidy and Keith. Okay, we'll be heading home shortly. I love the way my husband just lets me know what's going on, even when I'm, you know, I'm in the other part of the country. So, here we go. My mobile phone. As you just uh, observed, I can receive communication on this device. I mean, I, I don't know where I'd be without it, to be honest, because uh, as uh, Pastor Christian shared, I do, I, I travel. This is what I do full time. I mean, every week of the year, you know, I'm, I'm in another part of the world doing what you see me doing today, coming to encourage pastors and encourage churches and to help, you know, further the purposes of God in, in, in any given place at any given time to see God's kingdom come, to see his will done on earth here at C3 Noosa as it is in heaven. That's what I'm on planet earth to do. And, and, and so, man, I oh, thank God for whoever, whoever invented FaceTime, I love you. I love you. It just, I mean, it's just such a gift. And so I receive text messages, emails. I mean, I can see my husband's face through this thing. Flippin' amazing. I mean, I have got no idea how mobile phone technology works. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I know it's got something to do with satellites and whatnot, but I mean, I'm still trying to get my head around fax machines, to be totally honest. Like, I mean, I don't, how does that just happen that I can be, I mean, literally, I was in, in San Diego just a few weeks ago with Pastor Jürgen, actually, so please do not miss, honestly, what a gift, what a gift to have Pastor Jürgen Matesius here at C3 Noosa. I mean, honestly, he is, seriously, my husband and I, he is right up the top of the food chain. We absolutely, it's Pastor Phil and Chris... And I tell you what, they're pretty close. We just love Pastor Jürgen and Leanne. And so uh, here I am with this. I can receive messages in seconds. Seconds. It's incredible. But I can only do that because of the device. I could wish that I received text messages. I could hope that I received text messages. I could hope, you know, and and dream and and envisage receiving, you know, FaceTime conversation with my husband. But but if if I don't have the device, it ain't happening. And so you've got the device. Every single one of you who's given their hearts to Jesus, you have the device. And what it is, it's your spirit. It's your spirit, your your. Holy Ghost-filled spirit, because whether you felt it or not, at that moment that you got born again, you gave your life to Christ, the Holy Ghost whoosh, came into your spirit to make it, make it alive. You're going to take a photo? You want me to pose with my new... Who likes, who likes my wings? Pastor Chris Pringle gifted me with this recently, gave me this. It's not my usual style, but I kind of like it. I feel, I feel a bit like, you know, Catherine Coleman or something, you know? It's sort of like... Actually, I noticed... Um, I know it's Lauren. We were, we were going to the same stylist. Hey, jump up here. Hey, we're going to the same stylist. We're rocking the, the, the black pants, the black top. Hey, here we go. And the <laughs> I figured if nothing was happening today, I'd start throwing this around and kind of, I don't know, I thought, you know, touch him with the mantle. Yeah, I know. That's right. Yeah, do a Betty Hinn. I'll do a Betty Hinn and start throwing it on people. See, see what happens. And so... Each and every, sorry, you know, I did a psych, psych test recently and, uh, and I, I discovered I have an attention span of about 10 minutes. <laughs> My husband's response to that was, that much? <laughs> he thought it was more like five. Uh, anyway, and so your spirit, you hear me? Your spirit is the device by which you actually receive from heaven. It's not based on your brain. It's not based on your IQ. 
your education, your intellect. It's not based on your history, on your good track record, on your good work. Some people think they're hearing the voice of God and, and someone like me who comes along and, and I, I get words of encouragement for people, thoughts, just thoughts that I get from God. Some people think that we're a bit more holy than someone else. They oh, clearly we're more deserving and are worthy. Can I, can I, can I say this? We, there is no one worthy enough. No one here, can, we can't be good enough to deserve this. Not one of you here can honestly pray enough. We, we can't fast enough. We can't read the Bible enough to deserve this. But there, there is nothing you can, you see, this is the good news. I pay Optus an arm and a leg for the privilege of being on their network. I'm on there flipping, what they call it, endless, never-ending, what's it called, eternal plan. I don't know. What that simply means... Unlimited, unlimited. I mean, I, whatever, what it means literally is that I can just talk forever and I'm not going to get charged anymore. It doesn't matter how long I'm on there. It's, uh, so really, it's not, it's not a bad plan. Sorry, I don't mean to. You missed Optus Man, are you? Yeah, okay, okay. But look, this is the good news, is that when you're on Jesus Network, you, you're, not, you're not paying for the program. You're not paying it. Jesus has paid the price for you to be on his network. He paid the price. And so when Jesus died on the cross and then he shed his blood, and the, you realize that the whole purpose for that was to remove the sin that was separating from you from God, was to actually remove death that separated you from God. You see, at that point, your spirit was no longer dead in its sin. That from that point on, he gave you access to that, that life which was going to reposition you in eternal life. And, and honestly, it's, I get really passionate to, to awaken Christians to what they already have. And so I can come up and bring something new, but I'm telling you what, if we just got in touch with what we already had, what you've already got... Just that you'd see it from a new light. Because some of us feel here, like, you're not, we're not worthy enough. Oh, I'm not worthy enough to hear from God. Oh, I'm not worthy enough. We, we, yes, yes, you are. You, you, you are, not because of who you are, but because of who Jesus is. Not because of what you can do, but because of what he has done. I mean, I'm telling you something. I'm not up here today with a microphone in my hand because of my faultless performance. I mean, I seriously stand in awe of what, and wonder at God that the daughter of an Italian taxi driver, you know, who, who seriously, I mean, I came, I mean, I came to the Lord. I was 19 years old. I was a hairy-legged hippie looking for truth. And I stayed into a Christmas Day service. I was brought up in an Italian Catholic household. And to be honest, it was, hadn't been cutting the mustard for me for a long time. And I have no gripe with, with the Catholic Church. And I know some incredible on-fire Christians who are Catholic. So that's not my point. But my point is this, that for me, it wasn't speaking to me in, in that season, in, in that you know, stage of my life. And I was looking for more. And I'd been looking for more in all sorts of places. All sorts of places. And I actually had tried quite a lot of Eastern religion, um, Actually, I went to a Hare Krishna festival once. Yeah, I did. I'll tell you why I went, because they were advertising a free 15-course banquet. So me and my boyfriend at the time thought, yeah, let's go. We're up for a free feed, but I'll tell you what. To the Hare Krishnas, a 15-course banquet was 15 different things on one plate. Now, don't be fooled by the Simpson name. I'm Italian, through and through. And to an Italian, that was a disgrace. And to be honest, their food tasted like perfume. It was disgusting. And so I thought, I'm not hanging with this mob. I tried to astral travel. I didn't get anywhere, but I did try. But I was looking, if I had have articulated, I would have said I was looking for 
a cause, a purpose. And I rocked up. I just felt, now you know what, this is interesting. The statistics will tell you most people will not come to church as a visitor because of advertising. I mean, most will come because of invitation from friends, family, person. That's the truth. That's the fact. But I'm like one of the 1% who actually responded to an advertisement. Yeah, that was what I thought, just for me, hey? That's what I figure. And I just saw this Christmas Day advertisement for a church, and I rocked up, and I was expecting us to hear, you know, about baby Jesus in the manger. That's what I was expecting. I mean, it's Christmas Day. I, th- I thought I'd hear about Joseph and Mary. But this preacher actually preached from John 10, 10. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And so I, I, I thought, the penny dropped. I thought, that's what I'm after. Abundant life. Abund- life. Life. And you know, it wasn't just about what I heard that day. It was about what I felt that day. And you know, the pastor, it was only a very, very small church. And the pastor didn't give an opportunity for anyone that day to, to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Didn't give an opportunity for people to admit their need for God. But as I walked out of the door of that church and he wished me a Merry Christmas, I burst into tears. <laughs> and he asked me, have you given your heart to the Lord? Or have you given your life to Christ? Something along those lines. Now I thought, I've been christened, I've been first Holy Communion, I've been confirmed. Three times that I know of. So I, I said to him, I think so. I think so. But clever pastor, because if you think so and don't know so, probably haven't so. And so he led me in a prayer just at the doorstep of that church. And you know what? I didn't understand totally the theology of what was happening. I didn't even understand what I prayed. All I knew was that I was hungry inside and I wanted what I was feeling that day. I wanted that thing called life. And so I prayed this prayer. And I know getting born again is not about what you feel, but I actually felt something. I felt that weight, that burden of sin lift off me. I literally felt, I felt the shift. I felt myself relocate. I felt myself go from death to life, from darkness to life. And I skipped out of that church like a spring lamb. And I remember driving the old Kingswood back to my parents' home, you know, with, with joy in my heart, singing the songs I'd heard for the first time. And at that moment, at that moment, I became one spirit with God. And John 10, 27 says that my sheep hear my voice. My sheep, every single one of you here today who've given your lives to Christ, you qualify. You qualify, Brother Optist. You, you qualify. You're the man. Yeah, you're spiritual. You love the Spirit of God. You love the presence of God. I, I'm just saying, hey, there's something very sensitive about you. And I see you spiritually ministering to people. I see you having an influence on young people. I see you having an influence in guys, even around your own age, like being a great example. Don't let other people try to force you into their mold. Your, your softness and sensitivity is your strength. And you're a man of wisdom. You're a smart dude. Are you a manager? Because you should be. You know, actually, see. I pray promotion over you in Jesus' name. Because you, you, there's more to you than meets the eye. But you are called to ministry. You are called to ministry. The call of God is on your life. And don't compare yourself to anyone else thinking you've got to be this way, that way, or another way. But I see the pastor's heart right. God is training you. He's preparing you. He's getting you ready. Learn, watch, serve. And as you do, you're going to be amazed at the opportunity God. I see people doing a double take. I don't even know your name. What's your name? Jason. Jason. I see people doing a double take and going, we didn't know Jason was capable of that. Jason? 
I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something. You're the man in Jesus' name. Amen. To every one of you here today, you are his sheep and you hear his voice. And that's simply, simply what I do. I just have chosen to believe it. Everyone, you hear his voice. Oh, no, I don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, whether you feel like it or not. Because the word, how do I know? Because the word of God says that you do. You've got great leadership on your life. What's your name, mate? Justin. I know I met, met you at the, at the door. Hey, you're a smart guy, strategic guy. Yeah, I see business on you as well and just an ability to prosper. Uh, you've been challenged in those areas. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. The Lord says that he is going to restore. He will restore above and beyond. And you know what, Justin, it's been more about what it's been doing in you. Because you know God exalts the humble. As you go down, brought low, he lifts up. And you know what, through that, what you learn in that season is priceless. No dollar value can be placed on the work that God has been doing in your heart. And he says he's bringing you forward in this season. You've been like, as it were, in the in the shadows and 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 and, and, and you were a bit gun shy for a while. It was like, you know, you knew what, warf- what warfare was. You know, if you want to be, be, be subject to that anymore. Like kind of like, but I see God bringing you, bringing you forward. And, and uh, he says, it's your time. It's your time in Jesus' name. Amen. great message here. And if you noticed, I'm not preaching any of it. <laughs> you are his sheep and you hear his voice. Some of you know that and you're confident in that. And you, But we learn, Hebrews 5.14 says that we learn. We learn what's God and what's not through reason of use, just through practice, just through practice, through having a go. And so everyone here who's given their heart to the Lord, hears the voice of God. You know, I love that, that one of those songs we're singing about, you know, God being louder, God's voice being louder. Because some people go on about the still small voice of God, but God wants you to know today that he can shout if he has to. Hey, that was, honestly, that was the experience of one prophet, one depressed prophet in a cave. And it's been turned into a doctrine. That God's voice is always still and small. Now, the thing is, God prefers not to shout all the time. I mean, if you're in close relationship with someone, they don't have to talk loud. But I have found that the biggest decisions I've had to make in my life, I mean, the most biggest life-changing, like geographical relocations or, you know, uh, just, you know who I was going to marry, just some real significant things have come with some shouts. Have come with some shouts. And that's not based on how spiritual I am. That's just based on who he is. And that I choose to believe. I activate faith here today. God is taking your faith to a whole new level. Breaking doubt. When I was praying for you as, as a church, I felt Lord say one of the biggest enemies coming against you is doubt. It's just simply doubt. Now, what doubt does is it makes us double-minded. Doubt, oh, is it God? Is it not? Is it okay? Is it not? Is it him? Is it me? You know, that double-mind. And you know what? Some of you just have to draw a line in the sand and just choose to believe, yes, it is God. Yes, it is. Well, what if it isn't? No, no. Well, if it isn't, then God is well able to find you and reposition you. And he is the good shepherd. He's good at his job. God is the good shepherd. Jesus, Jesus is the good shepherd. It means he's good. At it. Now, I've never seen a sheep running around going, ah, I need to know your will. Ah, help me, help me. Ah. 
Yeah, how many Christians get their knickers in a twist over the will of God? And a fear of being out of it, like it's some tightrope, you know, like I'm in the will of God and oh, I'm out of the will of God. Yeah, I tell you what the will of God is. It's a state of heart. It's a state of heart. And if you want to be in God, I mean, honestly, people come to me saying, oh, I'm so worried. I'm out of the will of God. They're the ones I'm not worried about. <laughs> I'm the ones I'm not worried about. Because, because if you want to be in God's will, what good shepherd would then say, oh, sorry, I'll have to leave you to fend for yourself. And oh, you naughty sheep. What are you doing in this paddock? What are you doing here? When I, you know, you see, it's the, shepherd, it's the shepherd's job to smack him up the side of the head and go, whoop, come on, this way. This, enjoy where you are. Enjoy where, this couple. What, what's your names here? In the, Carol, Daryl, Daryl and Anne. Do you mind standing? Is that okay? Just I just do that so people can you know see who you are and. Um, but I, I just see a new day for you guys, a new season, and you will you will hear clearly. He is the good shepherd. He is a good shepherd, and uh, that 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 uh, Anne, that that shepherd's crook, you know, is 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 not a harsh thing. It's not. You've known some harshness. You've 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 known what it is to be under a hard master. You've known what it is to you know. And God's bringing healing, and He says, God says, I am not like that. And He's bringing healing to, for for both of you. And He's turning your He's turning your your winter into spring. You know, winter is over. Spring is here. I'm hearing the birds chirping, birds chirping in your land. Um, God says, Psalm 3011, I will turn for you your mourning into dancing. I will take off your sackcloth and clothe you with gladness. It's a great season of gladness ahead of you. You, you, you too, I see as a mother and a father in the house of God. There's room in your hearts. There's room in your hearts and we've got great compassion I just see people who are dysfunctional, people who have been separated from their own families, people who don't have family, finding family with you, finding belonging with you. It's a, it's a new day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have the worship team return, please. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you've got to believe. Believe. Some of you today, it's about choosing just to believe. Step over. Step over that line of doubt. Step over. Because a double-minded man, James chapter 1 says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let me say a double-minded woman is unstable in all her ways. And, you know, it just come, it comes to a point where you've got to choose to believe. Well, what if I'm wrong? What if you're right? What if nothing happens? What if it does? There's some of you here, and you know, you've been getting thoughts of like stepping out and serving God, perhaps in the life of the church, and you're thinking, oh, but what if it's not God? Well, what if it is? You know, it's amazing how many people, you know, they think, I mean, it's not hard really to, to determine what's God and what's not. It's really not that hard. I mean, you know, when there's an opportunity, like to give an offering, you know, if I'm starting to, you know, really feel, you know, to give more than what, you know, I, I was planning to, well, okay, let me just have a look. And is it me? Well, I'm telling you, my flesh isn't that generous. My flesh isn't that generous. So we eliminate me. Does the devil want me giving generously into the church? No, only leaves one guy left. So, you know, you're thinking, oh, I'm unhappy in my marriage. Oh, I really like, I'm really liking, you know, that man's wife. Well, let's have a look at that for a moment. Let's have a look at that. Is that God? No, I'm going to give you 101 scriptures in the Word of God that says that you don't go coveting somebody else's wife. You don't go committing adultery. There's a whole lot of, okay. So is it my flesh? Yeah, it probably is. 
The devil is probably applauding you as you as you make that decision. It's really not that hard. It's not that hard. Let peace be your umpire. There's a, yeah, I'm assuming you're a couple, you're together, you're wearing a blue shirt. Yeah, what's your name? Matt and Nicole? I don't know if it's, we've got probably, I don't know if you can stand with Bubby on your lap, can you? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Right now, for Matt and Nicole. I thank you, Lord. Matt, you do hear his voice. You do. You do. And don't worry, says the Lord, about the things that don't turn out the way that you've expected. God says, I am bigger than all of that. And I'll restore confidence to you this day, says God. For you stepped out and you took a risk. You stepped out and it didn't work out the way that you expected. But I hear the Lord saying, son, don't fear. Don't fear the future. Don't fear the faces of man. Don't fear their opinion. The Lord says, my hand is on you as a couple for good and not for evil. And those things that you thought died and went into the ground, God says, indeed, they are like seed that will germinate and bring forth fruit to come. No, you don't see at this time what I'm doing in unseen places. No, you cannot. You don't see right now with the natural eye. But the Lord says, no, I'm breaking discouragement off you both this day in Jesus' name. And I am bringing fresh courage into your hearts. New confidence. You belong, says God. You belong in the house of God. You belong in my kingdom and in my purposes. I have plans for you, says the Lord, and they are for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So, Father, right now, for this couple, in Jesus' name, I'm just sneaking up here. I'm going to lay a hand on you both. Father, right now, right now, I thank you, Lord, right now. There it is, right now. Breakthrough over this couple, over their family. I thank you, God. I see you as key players. I see you as key players serving in the house of God. I see you as part of like connect group, uh, connect groups and uh, and leading and, and, and just serving in so many different aspects. You're very creative, sweetheart. I just release right now that creativity to bring blessing and expression in the house of God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' his name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So I encourage you, encourage you. Expect, expect to hear from God. You do hear his voice. Not maybe, not perhaps. Oh, no, I don't. Yes, you do. You either don't recognize it or you're not listening. And I'm not saying that I get long, I get full cat pages of dialogue from God a day. What it is, it's just a thought. See, we misrepresent this, this voice, voice. We, we, we misrepresent voice. We think it's something heard with the ear, the voice of God, the voice. But an actual word in the Greek, it's a much broader word, voice. It, it means disclosure. It's much broader. And so it's just that feeling, you know, sweetie, what's, what's your name? Pretty girl, the plat, yeah. Chloe, Chloe. You know, it's just the difference between peace, peace and unrest. So you just, I see you at the crossroads trying to make a decision, seeking God for his wisdom. And I hear the Lord say, let peace be your umpire. That's, that's the voice of God. So you know when we're trying to make a decision, this is a bit of uh, advice for a number of you here today. And you're like, uh-uh, uh, hmm, uh, hmm. You go with hmm. 
Simply, and don't, I see people trying to persuade you. I see people try others who've got a plan for your life. I see others who are even trying to control and, you know, but even out of well-meaning. But I hear the Lord saying, you're, 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 you, you know his voice. You are his sheep. And you know, and I see this being actually significant. Season in your life of development and maturity to make, to make some calls for yourself and in your own right before God. It's like you're growing. I see you going from, I don't, I don't know how old you are, but I see you going like from spiritual adolescence to spiritual womanhood, spiritual adulthood. And go with the peace in your heart. Go with the peace in your heart in Jesus' name. Amen. You've got a good-looking church. Got a good-looking church. Now, I don't know you all here today, and I don't know what your relationship is like with God. I don't know if you're in a good place with Him. I don't know whether you all have actually prayed a prayer where you know, where you surrendered your life to Him to say, God, you know, I'm going to live life your way, not my way. Some people have a relationship with God where He's like in the boot of the car. Yeah, I believe with Him and He can come for the ride, but I'm living life my way. You know, I firmly believe, you know, we need to put God in the driver's seat of our life. Man, what, I tell you what, some of you are living below the best God's got for you. His plans are so much better so much more exciting. And so maybe today you're here and you've never done that. Now I want to lead you in a prayer today that, that you would know that you have relocated from death to life, from darkness to light, living a life of relationship with God through the Lord Jesus. Maybe you have done that before. You thought, yeah, I've done that before, but, you know, I'm not living like it anymore. Maybe you got disappointed. You got disillusioned. I don't know what happened, but maybe you're kind of living life on your terms, and you need to come back. You need to come back. Get right with him. Can I just ask you all right now, just close your eyes for a moment. So I really want you to consider your spiritual condition. Consider your spiritual condition. And I'm just going to give you a moment. Is today, is the Lord knocking on the door of your heart? Is it your time to make a decision to cross a line, to get right with God, to receive the Lord Jesus into your heart? Whether that's for a first time or that's for another time, it doesn't matter. What's important is what's happening right now. And so if that's you, I want you to just give me a wave. Just lift up your hand high. Just say, yep, that's me, Vicky. I know today I've just got to, yeah, I'm going to make a choice. Thank you, sweetheart. Is there anybody else? Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, we need you, need you, Lord. Oh, we need you, need you. I'm, 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 I'm kind of feeling like there's a couple more. I'm just feeling like there's a couple more. Don't, don't be shy. Just give me a wave. Say, yeah, Vicky, that's me. I know I need to. Yeah, I need to get back in the God zone. I need to step, step over that line. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we need you, need you, need you. Just lift your hand high. If that's you, I'm going to pray with you. Thank you, sweetheart. Anybody else feeling? I feel like there's one more. Feeling like there's one more. Your heart is beating furiously. Don't, don't be. In fact, there's could might, it might even be a couple. You might even be a couple. But there's an. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Oh, we need you, Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. 
Mm, Jesus, yeah, I'm just holding out. I'm just going to hold out on that person. I'm just going to, you're that important to God. You're that important to God. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not even going to, you know, I'm I'm not going to drag you out in front of everyone. I just want you to acknowledge right now that, yeah, you know, you know, you need to get right with God. You need to get back on track. You need to get back in the God zone. We're all going to pray in just a moment. I'm going to lead us all in this prayer. Because you know, more than anything, it's important that I leave you today and that you are all in relationship with the Lord Jesus. Yeah, in the best possible place you could be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those of you who raised your hand, just raise it one more time. Just raise it one more time. That's it. That's it. Right now. Right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm still, man, I'm still feeling like there's that third. God's saying to me, there's a third. There's a third. Well, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. And, it was, and sometimes this happens. People pray the prayer and they come out later and said, oh, I prayed that prayer. I couldn't raise my hand. Well, if that's you today, please, please tell somebody. Please tell somebody. Can we all pray right now? Right now. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he died for me to give me life. And right now. I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and Saviour. I'm sorry that I've ignored you and live life my own way, but today I choose your way. I thank you that you love me and you have a great plan for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You feel the shift? Yeah. You feel the shift? I'm going to pray for you at the end of the service. I'll pray for you at the end of the service. Thank you. You know, I see C3 News as being a place of believing, a place where it is more easy for people to believe than not to. I see cynicism dropping off at the door as people cross over the threshold. I see people coming in full of doubt and, and, and living out of a headspace, you know, and I just see a connection, a vital connection with God taking place. You know, a, a, evangelism is something that your pastors carry, and that's not by accident because I see God wanting this place to be a place of connecting people to the life source of heaven. But I just said people are going to come in the most hardest, the most cynical. It will come in and, and, and you know what? It's like they're going to enter a force field in this place. And they're just, it, it's, you know, it's going to be, it's like connected to the power source. It'll be easier to believe, to, easy to believe. And I just right now in Jesus' name, I speak a kickstarting of believing, a new level of believing in this church, believing what you've not believed before, to receive what you've not received before because it's without faith the things that we receive by God is by faith without faith it's impossible to please God there is a, and, and don't live short of what God has got for you don't live beneath the, the bounty that God has for you and I'm, sp- I'm purely speaking from a spiritual but let alone the things in the natural but but walk as a sheep who hears his voice making a difference what what's your name buddy Mike Mark are you American Mark, just just stand, would you please? Is this your home now? You live you live here, or you're just kind of passing through, just for a year? 
You know, because I see you being a carrier of the presence of God, a carrier of the delivering power of God, seeing people getting delivered and set free. At times, people will do strange things around you. And it'll be because of the atmosphere that you carry. God says, don't be confused in this season, for you will hear a voice behind you. This is the way. Walk ye in it. God has got a path for you. You're on track. You're on time. It's not gone the way you've expected, but the Lord says, don't be confused. Do not be moved by what you see because he's making you a man of the spirit more than you ever have been where you're not moved by what you see and feel by your understanding it's like you're you're a thinker you're analytical you're like your ducks in a row but God has actually been taking you to live in a place of trust you're going through the trust test Mark you're going through the trust test but see when you come out of that it's going to be an extra stripe an extra promotion an extra stripe in God it's all going to be worth it in Jesus name can we all stand right now can we all stand I want to pray for your pastors right now. What do you reckon? Now tonight, tonight, oh, it's going to be all, oh, it's going to be all on tonight. It's going to be so, so exciting. But I really, really feel to, to declare some stuff into the life of, of, of your church. And I'm just seeing right now, I thank you, Father. Father, pastors Christian and Melissa, right now, I thank you, Father. God's calling you to do it different. He, he's calling you to march, as it were, to the beat of a different drum. Uh, and I'm not saying that like contrary to the C3 spirit and culture, but there is a, 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 a degree to which you're going to be like Frank Sinatra and do it your way. And God says, yes, glean and learn. But I said all percolating and formulating to be a, an expression and to be, be a, this walk of faith with God. When God will tell you to do things a certain way and you think, well, God, that hasn't been done that way before. But God says, continue, just continue to step out in faith. Faith will be the thing that will build the church. Faith will be the flag that will be waved at the top of this church. Faith will be the atmosphere that you are building in this church and, and, and spirits of doubt and unbelief will flee as they step into this church. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, that there is a river. There is a river, Lord, flowing, God, through this place. And it's a river, Lord God, that will bring healing, that will bring restoration. It's a river, Lord. And don't think, says God, that to be a healing church is somehow inferior or second rate to being some other sort of church. For God says, son and daughter, I have called you to heal the brokenhearted. Son and daughter, I have called you to bring function into dysfunction. I have called you, son and daughter, to train and to teach and to disciple that people would live and walk in a new and living way. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for the mantle, Father, of faith, the mantle of faith, Father. This has been a walk of faith. This has been a journey of faith. I brought you thus far, says God, by my grace. And you will know, says God, the twin pillars of faith and grace. Faith and grace. I will bring you, says the Lord, into that place of possession through faith and grace. I will bring you, says the Lord, into every point of provision by faith and grace. I will bring you, says the Lord, to a place of favor by faith and grace. Faith and grace. And there will be, says God, key promises upon which you will plant your foot. For I will give you, says God, a word about possessing property and you will put your foot on that thing and you will know it by faith and grace. Faith and grace. You will minister, says God, by faith and grace. By faith and grace. So Father, I thank 
thank you, Lord, that this place will be known as a place of faith and grace. Faith and grace. Faith and grace. Oh, I thank you. Don't just put your toe in the river, church. Don't just put your toe in the river. There's a river that's flowing. It's a river of life, of provision, of healing, of health. You know, it's uh, it's not just a feeling. The river isn't a feeling. The river is the provision of God by His Spirit. River of life. Oh, Father. Father, don't put, put your toe in it, says God. Some of you today are needing to, he's calling you forth. He's calling you out to go in deeper. Don't just tip your little toe in the things of God. Don't just tip your toe, as it were, in the life of the church. He, he's wanting you to come in deeper, a greater commitment, a, great, a, great, a greater yielding to God's prayer. Lift your hands to heaven, every one of you, right now. Father, I just thank you, Lord. There it is right now. God, an impartation from heaven. I see the jumper leads of heaven right now being attached to the batteries of your spirits. I'm seeing, I'm seeing something being imparted directly by God. Directly by God, right to where you are. I prophesy life. I prophesy breakthrough. I prophesy deliverance. I thank you, Father God, that these will be a people who believe, who will believe no matter how things appear, they will believe. No matter what people say, they will believe. No matter what the report is, they will believe. I thank you, Lord, for many, many, many believers being raised up in this house. Believers. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a great hand of praise. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Mesa podcast. Visit us online at c3nusa.org.